0: Praise the Lord. Praise amen. the Lord. Amen. You're Glad right. to be in the house of God today. Yeah. 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 And, uh, amen. And um, just thinking, you know, this morning, Amen. This, you know, just uh praying that Amen the Lord goes before a pastor this morning. You're right. Yeah, amen. Man, amen. And um amen. Dane and Dash and yeah. Sister Walker, Amen, and, and then um you know all the other saints, I mean that may be traveling or as brothers Aaron stated, that might be um you know suffering affliction, but amen. But like I said, we serve a mighty God. We serve a God, Amen. That's everywhere, yeah. amen. amen. And um, and you know the and just the just His Word, you know He's He's a friend that sits closer than a brother. So I'm just thankful to be here, even the the sunshine He gave us, and the miracle of life, just allowing us to wake up this morning, is a miracle already. So, Amen. We're gonna sing a chorus, Amen.
1: Perfect shot.
0: Just at times, amen, when the enemy thinks he has his back to the corner, amen, little does he know he's facing God's army, yeah. amen, amen. there hasn't there has been a, f- a fight that the Lord has lost, and you That's know what, when true. we read our That's book, true. there isn't going to be a fight, so yeah. amen, yeah. that he lost, yeah. amen, yeah. Right. amen, the story's been told, it's been written, we know who the winner is, yeah. hallelujah, yeah. thank you Jesus, yeah. we're going to turn to page 265, yeah. yes.
1: A wonderful, wonderful.
0: amen that you know we're in our you know we're walking in the valley amen and we think that you know what the world's on our shoulders there's one thing i know and if we're going through something amen we're you know maybe it's financially and we're stressing amen and we're but you know what if, if we turn to god amen there's one thing amen that i know amen is that god's not dead Amen. Amen. He's there in our bottom, our valleys. He's there in our mountaintops. Amen. Amen. He's there. Amen. When we least expect it, amen. Amen. So amen. Let's just sing this chorus. God's not dead. He is alive. Oh, my God's not dead. He is alive. I can feel
1: him in my hands. I can feel him in my feet. Oh, I feel him all over me, oh my God. We live all over
2: See you, Donovan. <laughs> you haven't changed one bit. You know that. I was thinking about that. I go. I go, man. You look exactly the same as when I first met you. It's like that's something. Wow. I don't know. I'm thinking people with dark skin they age better. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe the wrinkles don't show as much. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Um, well, praise the Lord, everyone. Uh, so there's a few of us here, and that's okay. Um, uh, you know, uh, how many of you enjoyed the morning already? Man, that was nice, stepping outside, and it was actually cooler outside than it was in the house. It's like, wow, that is so nice. What oh what a refreshing, huh? Yeah. Man. Um, you know, uh it's funny. Up until this morning my mind was a total blank. And I've been trying I says, Man, Lord, what did, what do you want me to share? And and uh you know, so this morning I mean I I was I had a hard time going to sleep last night, and I says, I was getting all worried, you know, because I knew I had to speak this morning, and it's like, well, what, are, what is it gonna be on? And so I woke up this morning, and it's what he put on my heart, but I wanna go over a few things. When I, uh, when I spoke a couple weeks ago, I had said something, I was talking about the rainbow, Remember me talking about the rainbow and how Satan's hijacked that and turned the rainbow into something that it's not. And I said it was only mentioned once. Now it's mentioned four times. But what's that? Sunday school. Oh, sorry. I did that last time too. The Sunday school, they can go to their class. See, I never have to go anywhere for Sunday school, so I never think of it. (laughs) Oh. but you know, I was talking about the the rainbow and how Satan hijacked that, and um, uh, so it's actually in the I mentioned four times in the scriptures. And I, so when I I uh, was looking at looking with that, it was always associated with someone who's going to give judgment. So it's not a symbol of love or yeah. accepting each other, or nothing like that. That's satan hijacking it and turning it into something totally perverted and um so anyway i just wanted to clarify that because i i do remember saying i can only remember one place it's mentioned it's actually mentioned four times but um, um how many of you remember when roe versus wade went before the supreme court how many okay now. A historic thing happened this week that it was overturned in the Supreme Court. And that's really something when when I think about it and I go, man, where's all the fanfare?
3: Right. I thought
2: about that. Where's all the fanfare? There isn't any. But what people don't... And I got thinking about that and everything and uh Dina had mentioned a couple things that I thought was kind of funny. And I said isn't it something 2 weeks ago they were having a hard time defining what a woman is.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But after they overturned Roe versus Wade there was no no question in anyone's <laughs> mind. <laughs> Wasn't that something? <laughs> I laughed when she said that. I go, isn't that something? So, um, but uh, Dina, Dina, um, uh, she had said something to me, and it was like, hmm, it's, uh, she goes, I can't believe how many people that we know are actually pro-choice. And I go, really? And she goes, yeah. And I go, and I go, hmm speaking and as far as I'm concerned I'm not wrong, period you can think anything you want but for anybody to make themselves into God saying that it's their right to take another person's life, Amen. absolutely that's not, I don't find that anywhere in here Amen. Right it's not right. compassion Amen. it's not love, it's none of that stuff that unborn baby, all it wants to do is live That's all it wants to do. It wants to live. So based on the circumstances of how that baby was created, was started, well, that's what we call life. And for some reason, people wanted to be able to have the power to sweep it under the rug, and I just want to go on with my life, even if it means at the expense of someone else's. Amen. So that's our society. So anyway, I want to talk. I just want to talk a little bit about this because uh, the Lord, the Lord showed me this this morning. But um, when Roe vs. Wade came out, not I don't know if any of you see. There's only a few that remember what it was like when that when that decision was made. That was a long time ago. And so there's been a big fight to overturn it. Well back when that became when the the Supreme Court ruled on that now all of a sudden they said, "Oh, abortions now legal." Because see up up to that time you couldn't get an abortion. But when they said, "No, this is defended by the Constitution," so okay, now abortions legal. And it was never law—it's not in the Constitution; it never was. Okay, so it was like a no-brainer to overturn it. Finally, had people okay? What does the Constitution say? Doesn't say anything. You have the right to kill. Doesn't have. Doesn't. It's, don't have that. So anyway, it gets overturned, and the. I don't know what's the difference between left and right anymore. I don't know the difference. Who's left wing and who's (laughs) right wing or any of that stuff. I don't know. But I thought about this and I said, um, they're up in arms and they're demonstrating and everything because it was overturned and yet abortion is still legal. What it did is it turned it over to the states. It turned it over to... The local people to decide whether or not we're going to allow it or not. That's the way it should have been to begin with. So all they're doing is just turning it back to the individual states. You decide what you want, and it's like, but it's not illegal. That's that's the whole thing. But they're up in arms. So why are they up in arms? And the Lord put this on the Lord put this on my heart. But I don't know if you've noticed, but in the last decade or so, maybe fifteen years. The Constitution keeps coming up as a, it's a stickler. Well, this is what the Constitution says. No, this is what the Constitution says. And the Constitution is basically the Bible of the United States in how we're set up and how we're governed. That's what the Constitution is. And so when Roe versus Wade was passed, even though it's not in the Constitution, the Supreme Court said, yep, it's a constitutional right so now it gets overturned this this past week so why are they upset because they pointed out what the Constitution does not say so you say well what's the point I'm trying to get at how many religions do we have in this world (laughs) how many Do you know why we have all these denominations and all this stuff? Because they change this into what it is they want it to be. And I thought about that. And I said, what people have as doctrines and stuff like that are not even found in God's Word. Mm -hmm. So when you tell someone the truth, like what we know, I have no doubt in my mind we know the truth... They get offended, and they get all upset. Oh, oh! Well, this is what I think. Well, you can think all you want, but what matters is what's written. Amen. Amen. And so, um, and so, I, I just uh, was thinking about that, and it's like uh, there's so many people in this country that want to do away with the Constitution, and if they can do away with the Constitution, that means you have no rights. And people can dictate whatever they want to do with you and that's just that's not a good place not a good place at all but um, the Lord uh, uh, put this on my heart and so I'd like you to all turn to the book of James and um, We're going to uh, do a little bit of reading. You know, I I couldn't help but... um, uh, Brother Craig, that was an amazing service Wednesday night. That was amazing. And um, I was sharing with Brother Aaron, I didn't even have any idea that's what was going to happen Wednesday night. I had Mm -hmm. no idea that's what was going to happen. But... The Lord had other plans, right. Right. and so, and w- what a move of the Holy Ghost we had in this place, mm-hmm. and um, what a message, and uh, and so, uh, um, how many of you remember what happened? I don't know, three weeks ago or anything. <clears throat> any of you still think about what happened like three weeks ago here? You remember what happened? I hope none of you forgot because it was a big deal we had such an outpouring of the Holy Ghost in this place that the pastor never preached Amen. and then we worshipped we worshipped for I, I think I figured like an hour and a half hour and 45 minutes no music it was just pure worship that was a beautiful thing and uh, and um, I thought about that, and I go for us to experience that. You realize that when that happened, we were so close to being like what it's like in heaven. You realize that. So when we were worshiping the Lord and we were praising Him, how many of you were thinking? man, what am I going to have for lunch? Or, you know, thinking about your stuff or anything. No one was thinking about that. All we were thinking about was the fact that we were worshiping the Lord. And what an outpouring we had. Mm -hmm. And it's like, um, uh, it was an awesome thing because I said, wow, the Lord showed us what He could do. When we all come together with a single mind and a single heart, with a single desire, look what the Lord can do. Amen. And that's what it was. We were all, that's what we wanted. And He gave it to us. But, um, but anyway, I hope um, I don't lose anyone today. Because this is something I've, I've given a lot of thought over and everything. And, and it's, it's, um, uh, has to do with the day we live in. And you couple weeks ago what I was sharing with you was um, I believe with all my heart that judgment's going to be poured out upon all the Western nations like they've never seen mm-hmm. and we are the pinnacle mm-hmm. we're at the top mm-hmm. and so we're the one that the world looks at as Wow whatever they do in America let's do that mm-hmm. and so um, <laughs> I said to myself. We've turned into Babylon. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what the U.S. has turned into, yeah. is Babylon. Yeah. And it's like um, um, uh, just watching all the demonstrations out there in Washington about the, um, the uh, Supreme Court and everything, and, and just watching it all, and it's like, wow. It says in the last days that they'll call evil good and yeah. good evil. Yeah. I said, "How many, how many other decisions by the Supreme Court have you ever seen demonstrations?" This was the first one that I can ever remember, and I mean, they're really upset, and it's just. And and I thought about that, and I go, "Wow, evil in this world, evil in our world is becoming brazen, yeah. and it's becoming where if." We don't get what we want. Man, we're going to do whatever in our mean to get what we want, mm-hmm. even if it means hurting you. Mm-hmm. And, we're coming, and we're coming to that time, in that, that time in our age and everything. And, I, and so, um, but what gets me and what's on my heart is us. And I go, I want to be saved. Every day I wake up, that's what's on my mind. I want to be saved. That's all I want. I don't care about, I don't say I don't care, but everything else is secondary to that. doesn't matter what it is. I want to be saved. That's my goal. And so, um, um, uh, so listening to, to Brother Craig on Wednesday. And I thought about what he said about each one of us um, owning our situation. Instead of being the victim, we need to say, we need to look at ourselves in the mirror and say, what is it that I can do to change myself? Mm-hmm. How can I change this situation? Mm-hmm. And it's like, and I, and I thinking about what he was saying and all, and I, I go, um, 99% of the time when you have a problem with someone else, it's not them, it's you. Mm-hmm. Amen. And, it's the, and it's it's not, mm-hmm. they could be doing something to you and everything, but the problem is is you're not reacting the way you should be reacting. Mm-hmm. And it's like the, the, I always say that, the, the thing that makes you stand out in this world is not so much your actions, it's your reactions. Mm-hmm. It's how you react to situations. Because as uh, Brother Mehar said years ago, he says, what do you get when you squeeze an orange? You get what's inside of it. So we're the same way. We get pressure put on us, who we really are comes out. And so um, it's so important for us to um, be in God's will and doing what it is that uh, we should be. So um, let's, in uh, James, I'm going to read, uh, I want to read, we're going to read a whole chapter, on James chapter 4. And um, then I'm going to read it again out of the Amplified. But um, this is what it says From whence come wars and fightings among you? Come they not hence, even of your lust that war in your members? You lust and have not, ye kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. Ye fight and war, yet ye have not, because ye ask not. You ask and receive not, because you ask amiss, that ye may consume it upon your lusts. Ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that friendship of the world is enmity with God? Whosoever, therefore, will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Do you think that the scripture saith in vain, The spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy? But he giveth more grace, Wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, But giveth grace unto the humble. Submit submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be afflicted, and mourn, and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning, and your joy to heaviness. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. Speak not evil, one of another, brethren. He that speaketh evil of his brother and judgeth his brother speaketh evil of the law and judgeth the law. But if thou judge the law, thou art not a doer of the law, but a judge. There is one lawgiver who is able to save and to destroy. Who art thou that judgest another? Go to now ye that say, Today or tomorrow we will go into such a city and continue there a year and buy and sell and get gain. Whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. For that ye ought to say, If the Lord will, we shall live and do this or that. But now ye rejoice in your boastings All such rejoicing is evil. Therefore, to him that knoweth to do good, and doeth it not, to him it is sin. So now I want to read this now out of the Amplified, and it really, um, really expands this scripture. I mean, it's really something. That's why I want to read this again. It says, What leads to strife, discord, and feuds? And how do conflicts quarrels and fightings originate among you Do they not arise from your sensual desires that are never that are ever warring in your bodily members You are jealous and covet what others have And your desires go unfulfilled So you become murderers To hate is to murder as far as your hearts are concerned you burn with envy and anger and are not able to obtain the gratification, the contentment and the happiness that you seek. So you fight and war. You do not have because you ask not. Or you do ask God for them and you fail to receive because you ask with a with wrong purpose, and evil, selfish motives. Your intention is, when you get what you desire, to spend it in sensual pleasures. You are like unfaithful wives having illicit love affairs with the world and breaking your marriage vow to God. Do you not know that being world, the world's friend is being God's enemy? So, whosoever chooses to be a friend of the world takes his stand as an enemy of God. Or do you suppose that the scripture is speaking to no purpose that says the Spirit, whom he has caused to dwell in us, yearns over us, and he yearns for the Spirit to be welcomed with a jealous love? But he gives us more and more grace, power of the Holy Spirit. To meet this evil tendency and all others fully. That is why he says God sets himself against the proud and haughty, but gives grace continually to the lowly, those who are humble minded enough to receive it. So be subject to God, stand firm against the devil, resist him, and he will flee from you. Come close to God and he will come close to you. Recognize that you are sinners. Get your soiled hands clean. Realize that you have been disloyal, wavering individuals with divided interests and purify purify your hearts of your spiritual adultery. I want to just repeat something here. Realize that you have been disloyal, wavering individuals with divided interests. Remember that. Nine. As you draw near to God, be deeply penitent and grieve, even weep over your disloyalty. Let your laughter be turned to grief and your mirth to dejection and heartfelt shame for your sins. Humble yourselves feeling very insignificant in the presence of the Lord and he will exalt you. He will lift you up and make your life significant. My brethren, do not speak evil about or accuse one another. He that maligns a brother or judges his brother is maligning and criticizing the law and judging the law. But if you judge the law, You are not a practitioner of the law, but a censor and a judge. One only is a lawgiver and judge, the one who has absolute power of life and death, who is able to save and to destroy. But you, who are you that you presume to pass judgment on your neighbor? Come now. You who say today or tomorrow we will go into such and such a city and spend a year there and carry on our business and make money. Yet you do not know the least thing about what may happen tomorrow. What is the nature of your life? You are really but a wisp of vapor, a puff of smoke, a mist that is visible for a little while and then disappears into thin air. You ought to instead say, if the Lord is willing, we shall live and we shall do this or that thing. But as it is, you boast falsely in your presumption in your self-conceit. All such boasting is wrong. So any person who knows what is right to do but does not do it to him it is sin. When I, the what struck me in this, in, in, uh, when it says that um, um, divided interests, I thought about this, and I said, you know, um, this data we're living in, and I, and this, this is, I watch a lot of things that are going on in the world, and things that are that are. they are coming our way. And they're going to radically change our lives, really change our lives. And, I, and when I read in the Scriptures, nowhere in the Scriptures does it say that God is going to give you a time frame to get ready. Amen. That doesn't exist. It's like, be ready today. Amen. Wake up today. Pay attention today. Because you have no idea when your last day is. So the condition you're in, in the last day of your life, that's it for eternity. That's it. It's sealed. Can't change it. A million people can't pray for you, and then God says, okay, I'm going to change my mind. Nope. Because God's already made up his mind, and he's given us all kinds of opportunity to get it right. And so this world, especially the Western world, what I'm baffled by is all the distraction that we have in our lives. So much distraction. And, you know, what happened three weeks ago happened because as I said, we came here single-minded and we wanted to touch the Lord. And what did He do? He poured His Spirit out on us in a mighty way. Well, that experience is something that we need to experience every day in our personal lives. When I, you know, in a, it was, um, uh, in that song we just sang there, I, uh, I spoke to God this morning, you know, and I think about that, and that that prayer, first thing in the morning, that prayer, first thing in the morning, is so personal, and it's so um, uninhibited, and I, I love that, I love praying in the morning, man, it's just me, me, God, and Winston, every time I pray, Winston comes up and curls up on the back of the chair, <laughs> when I pray. I think it's so cute how he does that. But there's peace. And it's amazing when you pray in the morning, and it's like, I'm not going to ask, you know, who prayed this morning, who didn't pray this morning, or how many of you pray every morning when you wake up. But it's so important to do that for the rest of your day. Because it's sort of like you it's sort of like you, um, um, you're you dependent. Yeah, I'm going to get into that. Cell phones. What's one of the first things you do when you grab your cell phone? How much battery do I have? Serious. Yeah. Man, I know some people that... <laughs> man, you need two or three batteries in your pocket so you can just switch them out. I mean, <laughs> anyway... But it's sort of like wondering, is is your battery charged up? Mm -hmm. So when you wake up in the morning and you pray, and you ask the Lord, just have that conversation with Him. And knowing that you've got the Holy Ghost, man, praying in other tongues, knowing you've got the Holy Ghost, and it just makes your day so much better. You're not... You don't start up the day wrapped up in the cares of the world mm-hmm. or what you have to do that day. All you're thinking about is, man, I need to talk with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And it's like when he... Um, I have awesome conversations with the Lord first thing in the morning. And many times it's things I have to change mm-hmm. <laughs> about me.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <sighs> and that's part of the thing, you know, you've got to be able to take that. When the Lord wants you to change, Mm -hmm. you need to change. You don't need to, don't justify what you do. If you have to justify what you do, you're not in the right. Because when you're in truth Mm -hmm. and you're serving the Lord, you're doing His will, you don't have to justify what you're doing. You're just going to do it. Mm -hmm. You don't have to defend what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You just do it. Mm -hmm. And so that. uh, when I was talking about that divided, being divided, that, that division in you, your mind's here and your mind's there, and your mind just needs to be on the Lord because um, uh, we're going to see real soon here in this country, and um, um, I'm still looking for those papers. When I get those papers, anybody who wants to read them, when I talk to you about the, the, uh, what they called in uh, 2000 the shadow government, when I find them, and you want to read them, you need to read them, and it's law. Just when it says, "Here we assume that things are going to be a certain way tomorrow," and hear me real close. We assume. We assume there's going to be an election in November. Right.
3: Right.
2: Serious folks, Remember. y'all need to understand. This thing's going on in this country that's not even in the news. Yeah. Right. But you don't realize the power grab that's going on to take power away from you. Mm-hmm. And it's just an amazing thing. And, and so whenever I can find these papers, and I'll find them, I know I will. But you're going to see that if they did it in Canada, mm-hmm. remember hey, they declared a state of emergency mm-hmm. with all them truckers? They can do the same thing in this country do you realize that and if they do that guess what you lose all of your rights you can't even vote anymore (laughs) congress doesn't matter the senate doesn't matter you've got a few people that are running everything in the entire country and that's truth that's reality and so um what I'm trying to get at is this. Is our focus has to be on the Lord. Yeah. It has to be. we got to be careful what we allow into our heads. Yeah. I was just sharing about the rainbow. So many people, they go around with all the rainbow colors on and all this stuff and everything. And that's a Western world thing. I found that out. It's a Western world thing. Countries that don't condone homosexuality, you won't find a rainbow anywhere anywhere in their society you won't find it why? because a rainbow's a rainbow no, nope, not in the western world oh, it reflects the alphabet people y'all know what I mean I don't know all the letters and their identity I don't know what it is but what I'm trying to say is this is that's That's of the world. That's the world's... They defined that. That was their value. Mm -hmm. And we're influenced by that. Mm -hmm. So, this division that I'm talking about in our minds is we literally, literally, we have got to start putting the world in our rearview mirror. Mm -hmm. We have to. Mm -hmm. Now, my by this metaverse and you've heard about the metaverse that is a creepy thing it's creepy because you can literally go into a virtual world and you'll be perfectly happy in that virtual world Mm -hmm. you can live out your craziest fantasies and dreams and all this stuff And my word, no problems Mm -hmm. everything's going to be just fine in the metaverse Mm -hmm. Well, my brother Steve, and I, w- I, was sharing this with, um, I was sharing this with Brother Aaron. My oldest brother Steve is a physicist, is a doctor of physics. He's got brains this big. <laughs> he's the only guy I know that can do math and it looks like hieroglyphics. I have no idea what he's doing, but it's, but it's way beyond anything we ever had in school. But he's a physicist, and and it's so neat to talk to him about um, uh, this present day and age and technology. Now, my brother Steve, when he was getting his doctorate's degree, he got it from the University of North Carolina. And when he was down there, they were developing the virtual reality. Now, this was back in the 80s. But back then, it was this big gummy thing that they, you know, the thing where you can put it on your head, and it will trans- it'll translate what's in a computer into an image. And so you can, the way it all started out was like, if you want to build a building, you can design a building in a computer and you can put this thing on and you can literally see what the inside of the rooms would look like, what the building would look like and the whole thing, but it would all be virtual reality. But now it's turned into a fantasy, okay and uh, my my brother Steve said that technology today this is his words is scary it's scary he used to he worked on he did a lot of things. he did stuff for NASA he did stuff for the government he did all sorts of different things and and he was saying you know he says it's crazy he says when we design a circuit board and he goes, all the conductors are made out of gold. But the gold is so thin, it's transparent. If you could hold a sheet of it up, you could see through it. That's how thin it is. And he was ex- just explaining to me how all he was he would explain to me, he says, people don't realize you see a little chip. They have no idea what there is in that chip. All this layers and layers and layers and layers and layers of circuits. And the only way you can see them is if you have to look it under a microscope to be able to see. That's how little everything is. He was saying it's scary. And he says, we could actually make things smaller, but he says the reason we can't make anything smaller is because you can't attach a wire to it. Isn't that something? And so, and to show you, my brother, just his, his view on technology his phone, he has a dumber cell phone than I do. And I got a dumb cell phone.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: What do I have? A 3? I have a Samsung 3. So what's the latest one? I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but compared to a lot of the phones people have, mine's pretty stupid. I'm mm-hmm. not a very smart phone. Well, his is the next stage of a flip phone. Do you know why? Because he said, people do not realize what technology is. And he stays away from it. Now you're talking about a man who helped develop the stuff and he doesn't want anything to do with it. Because it is so powerful. And that's what it is. It's powerful. And people give over to that technology and they give over to it all thinking that everything is okay and there's nothing to be concerned about. But the reality is, is the more you're dependent on technology, the harder it's going to be for you to get out of it. And so many people don't realize that. And so um, when I think about this 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 division in our minds. If we're a friend of the world, we're an enemy of God. That's what the word says. It's not what I say. That's what the word says. If you're a friend of the world. So I thought about this and I go, have any of you ever given any thought as to how many um, channels there are in cable tv and all that stuff Anyone of you have any idea no. I don't have any idea either but there's so many that it's absurd mm-hmm. you can watch anything you want to watch mm-hmm. anything you can think of and and you look at all that stuff and everything and it's all based majority of it is all based in fantasy fiction none of it's real it's all made up. It's all, so much stuff now is made on a computer that you can swear you're seeing something real and it's not real. It's all made up, all computer generated, everything. So why am I saying all that? I'm saying because if you, if you do that and you're allowing that stuff into your head, we were sharing this um, in the foundation class, Whatever you get into your head, you can't get it out. You can't. It's not like it's not like you go through go to your computer and you get a thing and it cleans out your computer. Can't do that. The only thing that can keep it clean is the Holy Ghost. Amen. That's it. That's the only thing that can keep our mind clean. Amen. But if you if you're allowing things you hear and stuff you see into your mind what you're doing is now your mind is becoming split and when we were kids when we were kids it wasn't like that some of you when you were kids it wasn't like that you had four channels you to choose from that was it for decades all it was was four channels abc nbc cbs and pbs those were your choices and that's why when I think of you know how much time we watch TV growing up at the most maybe an hour a day at the most we were always doing something we were out in the real world experiencing real things not in this virtual Game Boy stuff and all this fantasy stuff and now they get the virtual reality where now you stick the thing on there my word, you could come up, somebody's got one of them on, and you could nail them in the side of the head, and they'd never know it. Why do you want to blind yourself? Do you understand what I mean? Why? Wow, there's no way. Why would I do that? Why would you want to blind yourself just so you could be in a, another world? Amen. Wow. So how many of you know what a callous is? Some of you young guys, you should know what calluses are. If you don't, shame on you. You got to work harder. I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Uh, but a callus is thick skin, and the reason that's there is so you're you you're you're not so sensitive to the pressure that's on that point, or or some you know a sensation or anything. It's like a cushion well when, when every time we get wrapped up in anything involving technology like our times wrapped up in our cell phone or a computer or entertainment or anything like that what happens is you're building up a callus on your on your soul mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, and the more you do it the thicker that callus gets So what happens is that callous makes it so you're not sensitive to the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. Your mind is more drawn to the world. We were sharing uh, in the the foundation class um, this last week. Why is it that we can be so gravitated to the world Mm -hmm. instead of God? Mm -hmm. It's because of our nature. It takes no effort whatsoever to be drawn to the world Amen. it takes everything in us mm-hmm. to keep our eyes on the Lord Amen. Yeah. we have to make up our mind and we have to say no I've got to keep my eyes on the Lord mm-hmm. it's something these these uh, the classes that we've been having is so neat after the class man it just sinks in and I'm going Do you ever pay attention to what you look at? What catches your eye? Mm -hmm. What did you check out? Mm -hmm. What are you looking at? All that stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, it should matter to you because whatever you looked at or whatever you gazed upon, now it's in your head. Mm -hmm. See? And you can't get it out so it's like, it, it, um, we got to really be aware of what we see, what we listen to, who we hang around with, mm-hmm. yeah. what we allow to influence us. Amen. And it, it, the, the um, one thing that the, the pastor's been preaching on, he's been mentioning this a lot is every one of us, every one of us is a preacher. Mm-hmm. Every one of us is a soul winner. Mm-hmm. Pastor has been... Um, uh, I've heard this a lot, but we need to be doing our part in this world. And I say, why is it so hard? Why is it so hard to invite people to church? Why is it so hard to witness to somebody? Why is that? And I thought about it, and it's because we're not sensitive to the Holy Ghost. Amen. Because it's no, it's not a coincidence that you're around somebody. It's not a coincidence that you... Um, Somebody hears what you say. Mm -hmm. That's not a coincidence. Mm -hmm. It is set up. It's arranged by God. Mm -hmm. Everyone you meet, everyone you meet with, everyone you're around, that's all been arranged. Mm -hmm. Don't think it's all uh, coincidence. Mm -hmm. No such thing as coincidence with God. Mm -hmm. If he knows how many hairs on my head, Mm -hmm. and he knows if a sparrow falls... Believe me, he knows where every single person is at every moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when we we have to look at the we have to look at the Lord that way. He is om, omniscient, omnipresent, he's yeah. everywhere. He's all yeah. powerful. Mm-hmm. He's our creator. Yeah. He's our redeemer. Yeah. And when I think about that, and it's like, why? are we always putting him in a box Mm -hmm. why do we always put him on a shelf Mm -hmm. how come our lives don't revolve around him Mm -hmm. why is it we're always distracted Mm -hmm. why is it we can't listen Mm -hmm. what happens when we get this attitude like that it doesn't matter to me what? There's so many people missing. I have no idea why people are missing. I don't know. Maybe they thought, maybe they knew I was the first one speaking today. I don't know. I seem to be kind of a gloom-doom kind of guy, but, man, I'll tell you what. Life isn't a bed of roses, Amen. and our future isn't going to be a bed of roses. Amen. And if everyone wants to go around singing kumbaya, hugging and kissing each other, thinking everything's going to be all, all right, well, That's not what I'm reading here. So it's like, I'm not a feel-good kind of guy, I guess. But I thought about it, and I said, what we're called to do is we're called to preach the gospel. How many of you got saved because someone talked to you about the Lord? Amen. How many of you? Amen. Wow! Some of you got saved and no one said anything to you. No, serious. Did anyone say, "Hello, hello, everybody"? Whatever's on your mind, get it out of your mind. Amen. How many of you got saved because someone told you Amen. or spoke to you? Amen. Raise your hands.
3: Because
2: boy, if you didn't, if you're not raising your hand, I have no idea how you got saved. Amen. Because the only reason I got saved is somebody pointed out what this says. They pointed it out to me. The only way someone's going to get saved is if we point them to the Lord. It's the only way. Are people going to come through that door? Yes, people are going to come through that door. Absolutely they will. But it's up to us. Every one of us has our own little Jerusalem, if you will. Mm -hmm. That's our little world that we're in. That's our Jerusalem. We all have different ones. Mm -hmm. But that influence, those people that we're we're around and that we talk with and we work with, those are the ones we need to be witnessing to Mm -hmm. by our lifestyle, by our actions, and the way we react. We need to give God the glory. Yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. Don't ever, you know, some people, I shouldn't even say it that way. We all do it. Someone will say, man, you're really good at that. Or, man, you're really this or you're really that. And it's like, instead of saying, yeah, the Lord's blessed me with that. Instead of saying that, it's like, oh yeah. Man, I've been doing this for so, you know, blah, 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 and all this stuff, you know. Well, no, that's not why. It's because the Lord blessed you. That is the Amen. bottom line. Amen. Because without Him, mm-hmm. you wouldn't even be alive. Amen. Amen. Man, mm-hmm. just that alone. Wow. Every day you should be thanking the Lord for the breath in your lungs. Amen. Every day, Amen. your heart beating. is you're not controlling it you don't have any control over it whatsoever the fact that you have a right mind wow I didn't have a right mind until I got saved serious I never had a right mind before I got saved my eyes were always on something else my mind was always on something else but I'll tell you what When i got baptized in jesus name i'll never forget that when i got baptized in jesus name and i realized that what i was doing was i was obeying the scripture i was commanded to be baptized in the name of jesus christ for the remission of sins when i did that man it's like how can there be anything better than this mm-hmm. serious man i was on cloud nine it was like Wow. It was just like I said to myself, man, it was just like Paul. The scales falling off his eyes. Man, that's just the way I felt. Man, I didn't see anything the same way anymore. Why? Because all my sins were buried. All that weight, all that is gone. Wow. I was free. I was light as a bird. It's like, how can anything be better than that? Well, yeah. Because you're still not alive. (laughs) You haven't been quickened by the Spirit. And when you get filled with the Holy Ghost, wow, that completely transforms your mind. It opens your eyes. It opens your eyes to um, the world that this world is in. Everyone thinks this is it. All the stuff we see and hear and feel nope this isn't it it's another world another whole world and this is just a little part of it and I and I I, you know and so in 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 saying that and it is like why wouldn't we want to share that with others because someone shared it with me here I grew up in religion thought I knew everything I needed to know about the Bible. I knew more about Paul than what Paul preached. Did you hear what I said? I knew more about Paul than what Paul preached. And it's funny, I look through some of my notes and I just smile and I go wow, this is so funny. I know all this about Paul and it's like, no, what Paul said is what really matters. Amen. And so, um, but it's like to come out of that and to um, come into truth, and to have peace and joy, and direction, and um, contentment, being content. Um, you know, it's something. Brother Craig, he he prophesied. He prophesied over me Wednesday night, and. It's an amazing thing since he prophesied over me in in what he said. Man, I'm not worried at all about um, uh, my situation as far as owning a business. I'm not worried. and um, uh, Because, believe me, I was getting concerned because if I don't have certain things, I can't even make anything. Literally, I can't make anything. And so, and so there's that concern, you know, and that, that, you know, what's going to happen? What am I going to do and all this stuff and everything? And so after that, man, I have total peace and I'm not worried about it. That doesn't mean I'm not going to still be wise and use wisdom and, and all of that. But it's like that was a um, – the Lord knew that's exactly what was on my mind and because um, I was seeing it face to face. but when I think about the bottom line and what matters more than anything in this world it's our salvation making sure we're saved and the most uh, amazing thing that we can do is to see another person get saved Because I'll tell you what, when I think of uh, Doug Fuller, man, when I think of brother Doug, and I go, wow, I remember when he was a waiter at the Highland Laddie. (laughs) I remember that. I'll never forget that. We complicate things. You know how it says, the Lord says It says in his word, don't worry about what you're going to say. I'll put the words in your mouth. And he's talking about, you know, being in front of authority and and being accused and, and, you know, what what do I say? What am I going to say? Don't worry, I'll put the words in your mouth. Well, it's the same thing with when we're witnessing to others and sharing with them. Just don't, you don't have to plan it out. Just go with whatever the situation is, and it can be the simplest thing. Don't, you know, it's like Satan wants you to make things complicated. Satan's the one that's always putting thoughts in your mind, so you need to do this, or you need to do that, or you need to do this, you need to do that. And yet, Satan's always trying to make you seem inadequate or unprepared or all this stuff, and... When you're full of the Holy Ghost and you're walking with the Lord, you don't have anything to worry about because mm-hmm. yeah. it'll all just come. It'll all come. And it always does. It always does. When I think of situations sharing with some of my customers and everything, and it's like, wow, the Lord just gives you the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And it's like, when the, when the Lord gives you the opportunity, take it because you may mm-hmm. never get it again. It's like this, uh, um, how many of you ever think about uh, how fast your life is passing by? Do you ever think about that? We're only given a certain amount of time. That's it. And it's like, so that's another message, stewardship. So it's like, so what do you do with your time? This is what this has really been on my mind a lot, and I go, "What if every one of us tithed our time? Mm-hmm. What would what would happen in our lives? Think about that. Tithing, everyone. As soon as you say tithing, the first thing they think of is money, mm-hmm. money. Mm-hmm. Well, when they were doing the tithing and what they were talking about, it wasn't even money. It was grain. Mm-hmm. It was It was other things. It wasn't even money. So it says you give a tithe of your increase. Well, if God gives you another day, what if you gave him two and a half hours? Every day. Think about that. What would that do to your life? How much would it change your life if you were reading God's Word, praying, witnessing doing something for someone in the name of the Lord. How would it change your life? I know without a doubt it would change it dramatically. Because this world's got us so tied up. Tied up in stuff that it's going to pass away. It's all going to pass away. So it's like, it's it's almost, uh, what's the word? Insanity. Insanity. Why would you spend all your time on something that isn't going to exist? Amen. That's insanity. Amen. No different than you want to change in your life, but you keep doing the same thing over and over again. Well, how is it going to change if you're doing the same thing? You've got to change it. So, insanity. Wow. This world is full of it. Amen. Full of insanity. Man. Men thinking they're God. Mm -hmm. People thinking they're little gods. Mm -hmm. And that's the push today. Mm -hmm. Everyone, you're God. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. Just thinking about that. See, way back in the 80s, again, in the 80s, there was a big thing on, um, oh, what was it called? Um, It's humanism, but... Why can't I remember it now? Yoga is all part of it. What's it called? Isn't that funny? I forgot. But anyway, there was a big upstir back in the 80s because people were examining themselves and they were... Meditation. What's that? Meditation. Well, that's all part of it, but I can't remember what it was called. But it it raised a lot of alarms. It went through the church and all that, so they were raising alarms about it and everything. Yoga was a big part of it. And people, seriously, that's another thing. If you knew what was behind yoga, you wouldn't do it. And I don't care if all the superstar Christian people on TV are doing it. Don't do it. Because it comes out of It's satanic. It comes out of. It's antichrist. It's all. It's all about me. Mm -hmm. Oh, I need to find my inner self. I share that. The big push on the commercials now is: Am I gay? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Am I gay? Mm -hmm. And it's like: Man, this world is getting so sick. If you keep. If a person allows themselves to get influenced, and you get enough influence, they'll persuade you. Yeah, you're gay. Mm -hmm. Nope. Like Dina said, we just found out here a couple days ago, we found out who women really are. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just laughed when she said that. It's like, yeah, that's the truth. Because up until then, wow. Wow. And they want, to do, they want to do away with the word woman and they want to do away with the word man and boy and girl. and They want to do away with all that stuff because they just want you to be a, a mind-numb robot Amen. that they can influence and they can manipulate and they can control your life. That's this world. Amen. That's this world. Mm-hmm. And that's the direction it's going in. And it's not going to get better. But us this body, this church, and I wish there were so many more people here and they're not. But I'll tell you what, it's our job, it's our job to witness to others. Mm-hmm. Amen. It's up to us to glorify God, to give Him the honor in everything in our lives. Because I'll tell you what, man, when I think about how blessed I am, I am so blessed. I am blessed out of my mind. I think about it every day. Amen. How blessed I am. And, um, and it's not about me. It's all about the Lord. It's all about Amen. what He's done for me. Amen. Wow. Amen. When you think about what Jesus did for us, when you really think about it, when you think about what he went through so that we could live, mm-hmm. I can't imagine I can't imagine being nailed to a cross mm-hmm. when the only thing that's holding you on the cross is three spikes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all you weight mm-hmm. is hanging on them spikes. I just can't even fathom that. And he didn't do anything wrong. But he took all of our sin upon him to die on that cross wow Amen. if that isn't love wow Amen. then for him to die willingly shed his blood and then to resurrect himself from the dead Amen. wow Amen. How, why why so we can have that same spirit Amen. that raised Amen. Him from the dead Amen. can dwell inside of us. Amen. Wow. Amen. Man, Amen. I am so blessed. I thank, I thank the Lord for the Holy Ghost that makes me alive. Amen. That Amen. opens my eyes. It opens my ears. Gives me wisdom. Gives me discernment. Amen. Amen. Wow. You can see something for what it really is.
3: Amen.
2: Wow. Amen. Man. Amen. How many of you feel blessed today? Amen. Amen. Man. Thank you, Jesus. You know, um, that worship that we had this morning, I laugh. Only a few people, and you hear the worship we had?
3: Yeah.
2: Only a few people. I'm just, I'm floored by that. I go, wow. I go, when you have your mind set, wow, the Holy Ghost is going to fill you and you are going to worship the Lord. Wow, with all your heart, with all your strength. Wow, that was awesome this morning, everybody. Man, I wasn't sure how many were going to be here. I really wasn't. And it's like, um, but you know what? Whether there's three of us or 300 of us, Mm -hmm. He's still here. And it's like, and man, and I do, I feel the presence of the Holy Ghost. I feel it. I feel it every time I walk in this place. And I just am so, we're so blessed. Mm -hmm. But just but in closing, what I want to say we really need to love one another Mm -hmm. I I was overwhelmed the other day, I was thinking about some of the things that some of you have done for me and I was overwhelmed by that I said, wow (laughs) I go you have all showed me love in so many ways and I'm blessed because of it. And, and but that love, <laughs> that love we need to show to each other. And you know when we, um, when we let the petty things in our lives get in our way, and um, it's um, anything that can cause a rift between us and someone else can be the simplest, stupidest thing. And it's like it shouldn't have any, shouldn't have any place whatsoever. Uh, Wednesday night, there that, that scripture there in Titus: "To the pure, all things are pure." So when we're walking with the Lord, and we we got our eyes on the Lord, we're full of the Holy Ghost. Somebody can do something wrong to us, and we aren't going to be offended, and we aren't going to. I can't put up our defenses and all this stuff. But we're going to realize that that person might be struggling with something, and they need my help. Amen. And we need to lift each other up in prayer, because, folks, we need to be each other's cheerleaders. Amen. We need to be each other's uh, booster club, Amen. and we need to support each other, Amen. because the days ahead, folks, we. Seriously, we're going to be so dependent on each other. You haven't seen anything yet. And um, because, believe me when I say this, they're coming after us. They are. They're coming after us. They are. We're seen as a threat. We are seen as a threat to society. That's how we're seen. And there's going to be a lot of people. They're going to lump a lot of people in the church together. Us with the church. Because they don't think there's any difference between anybody. It's like saying, it's like, it's no difference in saying, well, ugh, all black people, they're on welfare. What a stupid statement. What, just an ignorant statement. So you lump everything together. While well, this world... They're good at lumping everything together.
3: Amen.
2: So we're going to be lumped with everyone else. But here's the difference, folks. We know the truth. Mm-hmm. Amen. We have the truth. We have what's written in God's Word. Amen. This church, so-called church, they don't. Mm-hmm. They don't have it. Amen. And so even though we may be lumped together with them, we're going to have the victory. Because remember this, we were sharing this about how um, God um, God will keep his hand on those that he knows. Mm-hmm. He's going to keep his hand upon them. that's us. Mm-hmm. That's those that are full of the Holy Ghost and have that relationship with God. But those that are you no, know, those that are going down the wide path, the easy believism, mm-hmm. the, you know, God loves you just the way you are. And wow, you won't read that anywhere in God's Word. Amen. i got to be <laughs> acceptable to Him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to accept. Him. He doesn't have to approve of me and I'm setting the standards. Mm-hmm. I have to be approved by Him because of His standards. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. And so... But folks, we really need to we really need to get the word out. we really do because the pastor's right that's not his job. that's not his job. that's our job. That's our job to witness and draw people to the truth and because um, we all know that the truth makes us free right Amen. Amen. And I think about that every day boy am I free mm-hmm. indeed. Amen i am free and so um, but that's all i have for you and um i appreciate you all coming and um make sure you all come back here in a couple of hours and uh we're gonna get uh, round two so and before i forget <coughs> there's vegetables out in the back if anybody wants them so they're out of the garden so help yourself so the garden's going bananas i'll t- not no, I said that before no the garden's not growing bananas but it's going crazy everything is growing like mad out there yes there
3: are some vegetables I haven't picked if you want to you know what
2: Okay. All right. So, all right. That's all I have. So, Lord bless you all. Thank you for coming. And we'll see you all here in a couple of hours. So, enjoy the cool day.